Welcome to Marketing, the podcast that helps you boost your digital marketing strategy with LinkedIn and with a bit of French accent. I'm François, Client Solutions Manager. And I'm Aurélie, Account Director at LinkedIn Marketing Solutions. Our purpose is to initiate discussions around digital marketing, B2B, and LinkedIn to help you align your marketing strategy to your business goals and your audience's needs. We will be joined by special guests, experts, clients to inspire you, inform you, and help you innovate. So grab pen and paper and let's get started. <laughs> pen and paper? François, we're not in the 80s anymore. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, open ChatGPT, ask for a summary of this podcast, and let's get started anyway. Hi everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Marketing. How are you doing? How are you doing already today? Hello, François. I'm doing great. I'm very excited because today we're going to address my favorite topic of all times. And what is that? Branding. <laughs> yes, it's branding. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering why B2B brands are not seizing this magic trick more often. I mean, B2C yeah. brands are doing a fantastic job and investing a lot in their brands. And I just don't understand why B2B brands are not. Okay, so, so we are going to talk this today. Yeah, yeah. We are going to talk about this today and try to help them seize this great opportunity and talk about branding, why to do branding, how to do branding, what's working, why uh, yeah, we have a lot of questions and a lot of topics. So, let's get started already yeah. uh, with branding. Yeah, so you know, marketers and sales teams are ultimately all looking for the same thing. They're looking for leads. leads. They want the right professional decision maker to show interest for their solutions. And they want to take the lead, pass it on to salespeople, and they want salespeople to further convince uh, those potential buyers and close the deal, right? Yes. It should be as easy as, as this. Should be. But things don't work that way. <laughs> It's not that easy. Easy. Pushing out uh, gated ebooks and gated white papers, hoping one person within the 13 people making out the buying committee will potentially download the white paper and then be interested in your solution um, and buy your solution in the end. This is not working like that. It's, it's a mistake to think yeah. that this strategy, stand, standing alone, will work and will bring you thousands and millions of dollars, right? Legion is, is, is just the final step of a much broader process. Uh, and this broader pro process needs to entail two steps before. It needs one, uh, to make sure that your buyers are understanding that they have a pain, that they have a problem. Yeah. And two, you marketers need to make sure that your buyers see why they should choose you and not another brand to solve for their pain, for their problem. Okay. And this is usually a step that many, many B2B brands are just wiping out, are just forgetting to, to, 
to, to work out in yeah. their marketing strategy. Go directly to the last part and try to generate leads that with people who don't even know them, basically. Yeah, so, of course, if you're just using a lead gen strategy on social media, you're going to have to wait months and months uh, for the right person to show interest for your solutions. And you're going to have to wait for 333 leads to come in before yeah. a salesperson can finally close a deal. So this is not working. Okay, so you explained us that there are steps before, and I think, and, and also you mentioned that there are 13 people in average in the buying committee, which is a number that I like to, you know, underline a bit because that's something people, our clients, our like marketers tend to forget that there are so many people to convince. So yeah, basically, mm -hmm. why is brand important? You mentioned a few a few ideas, but what's the like what's the the, the caveat to that? What's why is it so yeah. important in your opinion? Let me share a couple of data and insights yes, coming from them. the B2B Institute or from Gartner. Uh, we'll share the sources in, in, uh, in the comments uh, of the podcast. But think of it, 93% of B2B buyers choose to work with the company that first came to their mind when they're trying to solve for a problem, even when, when they have gone through a a long and tedious RFP process. Think okay. of it. It's, it's incredible. That's a lot. Y you go through an RFP process. You're trying to see the pros and cons of every brand. And in the end, you're going to choose in 93% of the cases, the brand that first came to your mind. Isn't that incredible? That's, that's a big number. <laughs> um, so you have that's to a big be the one that comes in mind at first. Yes, that's really important. Another insight, 74% of B2B buyers choose the vendor that was first to help them out with useful content. So thought leadership is really, really important. And one, one last insight is that 66% of tech buyers consider brand and brand trust important in their buying decision. Um, so all these insights show how much brand is king Uh, in yeah. the B2B world and yeah, how much B2B companies should really just be copycats of B2C uh, companies. <laughs> That's impressive numbers indeed. But yeah. when, so when we talk about brand like this, maybe like sales team should be in charge of this. What's, what's your thought on that? Indeed, B2B companies often say, oh, but uh, our sales team will take care of this. They will yeah. uh, share the message. They will show uh, potential buyers how much our brand is, is, is better than, than competition. But that is literally impossible because buyers spend 83% of their time doing research on their own these days before they reach That's out right. to salespeople. And we can understand them. They don't want to be sold to. They don't want to be <laughs> harassed. <laughs> They They don't want to be harassed by salespeople, so they prefer to do their research on their own, on social media, on the internet, on the provider's website before they reach out to a salesperson. So yeah. B2B brands really need to push out the great message of their brand and to push out their brand uh, through social media uh, and through other, other channels to make sure that potential buyers are aware of their value before they reach out to the salespeople. Yeah, so in, in, in B2B, people are acting a bit like in B2C. They are doing their research on their own, like we do when we, we search for a place to go, for a restaurant, whatever. It's exactly the same in B2C. So we need to be there at this moment, right? When they do their exactly. research. Exactly, exactly. And so 
some companies have already understood this. And so most Fortune 500 companies spend 31% of their LinkedIn marketing investments, for instance, on brand. However, they usually... Yeah, one third of their marketing uh, spend, but uh, they usually do it wrong. Oh. Uh, and that will probably be one of the topics we will uh, we will address in our future episode about creative. But usually a brand in B2B is kind of boring and dull. So we'll we'll address this topic a little bit later yeah, on. <laughs> we will. And so we, we say like we need to do brand, but what's the right moment to do brand? Is there like a, a magic moment where you need to do brand? When when to do brand, basically? What's What would be your thoughts on that? Mm. Well, that's a good question. A lot of B2B brands um, push brand in, in bursts. Okay. So they, they're like going all in for two or three months and then they go dark for, for, eight, for eight months. So that's not the right way to do it. Our response and what we believe at LinkedIn is that brand should be always on. Uh, I don't know if you guys, if our listeners know the 95-5 rule, um, but the 95-5 rule says basically that 95% of buyers are out market, so they don't know yet that they have a problem to solve, so they are not ready to buy. And 5% of buyers are in market. They know they have a problem and they're looking actively for solutions and for different providers. Um, and so the right way to do brand is always because usually people are not aware that they have a problem. Uh, so for two or three or four years, B2B buyers will not know that they have a problem to solve. And so that's the right moment where providers, where marketers should uh, push out their brand because when uh, buyers are finally ready to buy, when they're in market in those 5%, they are going to choose the brand that they've heard of in the three, first, in the three uh, years before that. 93%, if I'm right, if I remember the numbers you gave us. 93%, yes, <laughs> will choose the brand that first came to mind. And in times of crisis, it's even worse. Like only 1% of buyers are ready to buy today. So you need to push out your brand to the 99% of other buyers who are not ready to buy, but who will be in one, two or three years. So yeah. brand should be always on. Okay, that's a lot of uh, big numbers and very important rule that you shared with us. Uh, I'm sure that all the listeners, marketers, they are like, okay, I need to do more brand, but... I'm sure they are wondering, like, what are the positive impacts of brand? What can they really expect from doing more oh. brand in their companies? There are, there are lots. Brand is really king in, in B2B and B2C, and it has great, great, great impacts. Uh, for instance, it enables brands to increase their prices. Ooh. Once you have a strong brand, you, you can increase your price and people will continue buying your solutions. Another, another very positive impact of brand is that uh, it attracts talent. Okay. Uh, for example, it has been proven that talent acquisition teams get plus 58% response rates uh, to their emails and to their, uh, to their talent outreaches when the brand is strong. Um, it also has a positive impact on investors if you want to IPO sure. sometime. Um, 
So, and as we said before, a brand has a very positive impact in the long term because you're going to be able to capture those 95% of buyers who are not ready to buy yet, but you will capture them in a couple of years. And brand also has a positive impact on your direct sales. It enables you to capture faster your 5% of uh, buyers who are ready to buy as of today. Okay. So yeah, as you say, direct impact on um, on lead gen and, and short-term sales. Do you have any numbers? Because I know you love numbers. So you, do you have any numbers to share on that? <laughs> yes, at LinkedIn, we have proved that uh, lead submission time okay. goes down from 48 days to 23 days when uh, the audience has been exposed to brand before. Okay. And uh, brand also has a very positive impact on the click-through rates. So we we see uh, six times higher click-through rates when an audience has been uh, exposed to brand before a lead gen campaign. So great numbers, yeah. very positive impact on direct sales. Massive impact. And so I, I guess now with all those numbers and information you gave us, marketers are, you know, they are sold on, I need to do more brand. But do you have any advice on how to do that? I know that's something you discuss a lot with clients, partners and all this. What would be your best advice to do branding campaigns that really work um, and that have in this impact on yeah. sales, basically? So, first of all, a brand should be pushed out to a very wide audience for multiple reasons. Okay. First of all, because of the 95% uh, 95.5 rule. Uh, so, most people are out-of-market buyers, so you should push out your brand to a very wide audience and not only to an audience who has shown interest. Uh, so I know that a lot of our customers are using intent data. That's very good. But you should push your brand to a much wider audience than just your audience who has already shown interest yeah. because this audience is within the 5% and you're not going to capture the 95 other percents if you're, doing, uh, if you're doing that. Another reason is that the buying committee is on average uh, 13 people. So you need to convince 13 people with in each company if you want to, to, to sign a deal with a, with a company. So you should go wide and yeah. not only target business decision makers or IT decision makers. Um, and another reason is that you need to think about your future buyers. People change jobs every two or three years. So if you're only targeting the buyers that are standing in the, in the, in the companies that are of interest today, you're going to miss out on all the future buyers and all the future people who will be working at that company in two or three years and who will make a decision in two or three years. So target very wide. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Okay, so now I hope I've convinced people to do brand and to, to, to push out brand to a very wide audience. But the main problem is that when B2C, when B2B companies, sorry, when B2B companies are pushing out branding campaigns, they all have the same problems. Usually uh, they are all looking the same. So how many branding campaigns have you seen on LinkedIn that are blue and white? A lot. Uh, second of all, a lot. <laughs> so they all look the same. Second, they're unclear. The, the message is vague. We don't really know what B2B companies are talking about. Third, they're unmemorable. So as they're all looking the same, we don't really remember the main message of the branding campaign. Or they're boring yeah. or they're too salesy. A lot of companies are pushing out messages about how their solution is great, how much, how much their product is, is bringing to the audience. But we don't 
people actually don't really care about your product. They care about their pain and they care about how you're going to solve their pain. Um, so those are most of the of the of the problems that we see in in campaigns on uh, on LinkedIn and are on other social channels. And the main problem is, and wait for it, is that most branding campaigns are usually linked in the minds of buyers to the wrong brand. 71% of buyers think that a branding campaign uh, corresponds to the wrong brand. So they, they have not made the link with the right brand. So make sure when you're pushing out branding campaigns that your logo is um, is on it and that it's recognizable as being a, a message coming out from your brand and not your competitors. Yeah. Um, and the last message that I would that I would share on how to to push great branding campaigns, we'll talk about it later in an episode about creatives. But it needs to be human. It needs to be emotional. Uh, okay, Legion campaigns can be a bit rational and a little bit boring, <laughs> but branding campaigns should really touch the emotion i don't know how you say that in english uh touch the emotions yeah. of your of your audience uh, the, your audience should be moved by your branding campaigns so be creative be yeah stand stand out from the crowd and yeah, yeah. really make talk make them laugh make them cry make them feel something basically yeah make them feel something so um that's that's really important a couple of last thoughts try to make uh, your brand unified so make sure that your branding campaigns are unified across your employer brand campaigns uh, your buyer uh, your brand campaigns towards your buyers and the campaigns that you're pushing out towards your partners and towards your investors make sure that your brand looks the same whatever the audience you're talking to and finally where should b2b brands uh, push out their branding campaigns Well, in one of our last studies, we've seen that the majority of IT buyers, if you're a B2B company in tech, the majority of IT buyers at 29% have their primary source of information being social media. Uh, Afterwards, we see that they're looking at uh, external consultants and that they're also uh, looking at the provider's website. But social media actually seems to be a very, very important source of information for IT buyers. So So that's where you should do bread, basically. Social media is... Very important for it should branding. be yeah at least it should be one of your of your of your main uh, channels because people are going to yeah have a look at it when they're when they're trying to find information around your brand so that's right. it I I, yeah. I hope I, I shared a, a couple of great insights around brand and I hope I convinced you guys in in B2B uh, to be creative to to get out there and yeah to try new things uh, to 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 strengthen your brand and to make sure that your demand gen campaigns and your lead gen campaigns are going to be efficient and are going to to bring great quality leads for your sales teams thanks a lot i think that was a lot of information i really i even me i learned a lot from everything even though i (laughs) i knew a lot of those numbers and all this but it's always good to have a, a reminder so i hope everyone enjoyed this episode and we will be there next week for a new one and see you soon thank you francois bye everyone